welcome to a trio of glittery bone people. That's us. We're, that sounds ominous. Yes, it does, doesn't it? A little ominous. But let's roll with it. We are missing one. Um, yes. But we are three and we shall proceed. Now, I believe we are going to look at something a little different today, my boy, Johnny. What have you got for us? Just a little something. Mm-hmm. I've got a fashion ad for us today. Ooh. A fashion oh, wow. ad. Okay. Um, and it is, um, just, uh, let's play it and then I'll get your opinions. Okay. Let's take a Captain Cook right now. When you're traveling, all your senses are stimulated. You are much more aware of details, the light, the colors. Everything that is new is just makes a bigger impression on you. Travel can be stressful as well. It's the fear for the unknown. But my curiosity has always been greater than my fears. Traveling is just a never-ending source of inspiration. So, here's my question for you. Okay. Uh, And uh, in in the... um, I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautifully shot. I think it's absolutely yes. beautifully shot. My question is, do you know or do you care who the woman is? That's taking the photographs, the stills or the videographer? No, the the, 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 the woman who's taken the stills. The pics, gotcha. Famous photographer. Um, straight up for me, no, not at all. And the reason I've done this one is there's a whole, there's a slew of these. I think a slew is the correct word. What's a group of ads that have just been produced and they all I like a have slew. A, I think in Australia it's called a mob, like kangaroos. A mob, <laughs> a mob of kangaroo type advertisements. Um, uh, and they're all, this is the only, one of the only ones that actually shows the product. Yep. And, and, Actually has a voiceover. There are, so there's a beautiful ad shot in the in the southern states of the United States, and it's just this beautiful, flowing kind of adventure through that you know bayou and the swamps and whatever. And it's glorious, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And at the end, it just says you know Louis Vuitton, and there's a one of those big Louis Vuitton travel cases being you know wafted skyward by a balloon. It's all very kind of dream dreamy. Um, but my question is, my question is, do, do you do you care and does it does it matter? Do you like it? Do you like it? Do you even like it? I didn't necessarily care. I knew after watching it, I was like, she must be someone. So I went on a little Google to find out who she was. Um, it didn't really have that much impact on me in terms of who she was. But in saying that, I think it was definitely, it was beautifully filmed. Um, The colours were very kind of reminiscent of their brand and of their, you know, the iconic brown and sand um, of their monogram and all of that kind of stuff. Like I I think it 
it definitely conveyed this idea of um, it, it made it feel superior, if that makes sense. Like it, it definitely felt quite, um, quite luxurious and all of that. But I kind of, with all the, the dramas that have been going on with the children and the luxury brands and all that stuff, the Satanism, yep. and I found it a bit odd that they had these children, all of like mixed race in the desert with this luxury yep. brand. Like it, it there was something that was either they're doing it for a reason and there's an, there's an undertone to it that, you know, only people of, of certain backgrounds or ilk will understand. Like it's a bit of a kind of secret society aspect to it, but it, it just felt a little, it felt a little odd considering all the stuff that's been going on, but in yeah, the same child way, it was well, child labor and how they portray children in these these high-end ads and and all of this kind of symbolism and stuff that's that's been very much in the media did feel a bit strange um but in saying that I think it definitely it gave me the feel of the the luxuriousness of the brand as well so it was kind of this I wasn't quite sure how I felt about it like it definitely felt very kind of special and and high class but then also yeah, the the children was probably the thing that that felt a bit strange to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Craig, thoughts? I um, I feel as a a boy from the the burbs, I I really just connected with the sentiment of the narrative, like the voiceover for me talking about travel and talking about how your your senses are heightened and that sense of uh, of fear somewhat um, of the unknown or for the unknown, which I'm surprised I didn't get it a re-record of or for the unknown. But I, I thought, like Caro, the the colours were were spectacular. The, the cinematography was spectacular. Could not really discern or, or why the children were there and what they were doing. Yet the whole idea of travel and then obviously with the travel components they're selling, like the luxury goods that are, you know, travel cases or bags or carry-ons, whatever they're called, I could mm. definitely draw the association between those. Um, it definitely found, it left me feeling that it was rich. There was definitely an elevated perception of the brand that, mm. you know, even when you consider Louis Vuitton in the desert with very few components around it, it definitely feels like, you know, it's a, it's a premium product. Um, yeah. And obviously being shot by a premium photographer as yeah. well was, was part of their, you know, their, their plan with the brand association with her. Um, yeah. Look, uh, would it make me consider Louis Vuitton uh, as a brand to purchase as a gift potentially for someone special? Still probably not. Yep. yep, I I I reckon Louis Vuitton is one of those one of those purchases you'd buy for yourself when you've got yep. when you you know when you've got a lazy ten grand down the back of the couch and you suddenly you know you, you'll pull out a, a wad of you know hundred dollar notes that you won in the Melbourne Cup last year you go oh what could I do with this um, <laughs> I, I reckon it's I reckon it's kind of aimed at, at those at those you know people who have people who like to travel who love the romance of travel. I think mm. Louis Vuitton is still the premium travel brand, like mm -hmm. in terms of the accoutrements of the travel. Um, uh, it's just me trying to show that I, you know, in somewhere that speaks French. 
even if it is only so country. well traveled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> even if it is only Numia. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I um I, I I liked it. I thought they were trying to tell too much of a story. Okay. Like I thought the like you don't need a voiceover when you've got those beautiful shots. You don't like it seemed to me that that was a bit of a bit of overkill. But I reckon if you like Louis Vuitton, as soon as you see the bags, you go, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy that one. I don't care. I love it. You know, I, I think it's, you're talking to a captive market, but that captive yeah. market can afford to keep you in business for the next 100 years. So yeah. There's a specific punter that that would roll the trousers down of on an, yeah. just they would be all in love with that. You know, that would yeah, yeah. be right in their pocket of, I feel like this connects with me, you know, yep. the whole yoga, whatever else it is that, you know, that, that that sort of aligns with their brand. And then obviously this level of luxury travel as well. Although yep. I can't see them out in the desert for no reason whatsoever. There'd have to be something like desert polo going on or no, know, it's something. Very, it's very English patient, I thought. Like, I, I, yeah, you know, okay. I that yep. vibe of, you know, I was half expecting Ray Fimes to come flying across <laughs> in his biplane. Something. Just on a balloon with a looking on <laughs> clutch or something. <laughs> uh, Scott Thomas just, you know, passing away in a cave somewhere. But as you say, I think, you know, that it could have definitely worked without a VO. You're right. I think that was, <laughs> you know, the, the shots were just spectacular. Like what a place. Stunning. Yeah. Really was. And, and obviously the natural light is incredible mm. when that's the thing that captures you, like when it's Mother Nature mm. in the glory of and now their ability to associate that with an uplift and a brand, I think was it was clever. And I think Cara, you yeah. mentioned that and yeah. Yeah, as well, JD. I think it would give um like the prospective buyer as well something to aspire to. Like I want mm. to be that well traveled and that well spoken and you know, yeah. have that that degree of luxury about it. Like I think that really talks to to what these people that buy the product either aspire to be or want to be perceived yeah. as. I think it worked, yeah. worked really the well. Romance of, yeah. The romance of travel. Like I think they yeah. do romance, rom- the romance, the romantic kind of aspect of to be there at that time. For me, I just couldn't no, think of anything worse than spending like $10,000 on luggage to for it to be like thrown into a plane <laughs> and smacked around. Like it's just... <laughs> What are you saying about our baggage handlers, Bert? Well, I think everyone has had a brand new suitcase at one stage and give it a few flights to Bali and it comes back not looking great. Oh, well, come on, the Bali. But, you know, yeah. it would be like a little travel. Different. Well, I guess you'd be in your private jet. Yeah, you know what? You wouldn't be traveling, you know traveling jet me, stuff if you had it. For me, Louis Vuitton, the, the ad is simple. It's a train pulling into Venice, a guy waiting for a girl to get off. She goes to get off the train, passes him the bag, and you're mm. done. That, that's all it is. Like, it's like no the old way. worldly romance. Yeah, isn't it? like that's, yeah. that's Louis yeah. Vuitton for me. That is the, yeah. the thing. It is I the think thing. All of these yeah. brands are trying to be very like less is more and symbolic yeah. and kind of like yeah, yeah, not give right. too much away. It's this really like minimalist. Obscure. Yeah. Trying yeah. to trying to own some mm. kind of space in there, and you could see like their beautiful shop windows filled with sand, and the baggage kind of placed into the sand, and there'd be oh, gold stop. through are the you, sand. Like it's connecting? just you could just mm, see it all nice. together. Like it would <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. it would be yes. quite, it would be quite beautiful. And you know, as as a brand or a luxury brand that is like it's quite a quite a 
Hi, Hello. Hello. It is quite a crowded space, really. Like yep. there is a lot of luxury brands. Competition, yeah, right. So you know, yep. how do you how do you set yourselves apart? Just say, I'm going to own sand. Sand's mine, um, baby. Yep. Sand's my bitch. Stay back. <laughs> well, in the That's not fucking sand. In the interest of great ads, JD, you have a question to pose. I've got a question. I've You've got always a question. asked. I asked. I, I've heard this question bandied about. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and I'd like to get uh, your take on it before I uh, I launch. Uh, hang about, I'll just get my uh, I'll whistle up the high horse. Just get it ready, Billy. All right. <laughs> Hold um, on. Yeah. <laughs> um, just trot it in. Should bad ads be bad? No, bad. I love bad, bad ads. Bad, bad ads bad. should definitely not be banned. We've done three seasons of Bones looking at shit ads and having an absolute ball. So I believe that there's some bad ads that are bloody fabulous and don't ban any of them ever. I agree. I think that some of the worst ads are actually some of the best. And I think if you don't have bad ads, you can't have good ads. Like you need a point of comparison between like what makes a good ad. It's better than another ad. So if there's no shit ads, you know, you Again, Jane, let's just talk to Belong. let, let's talk to anyone from Belong about bad ads, right? You guys are the kings of bad ads. Everything that's turned out from Belong, I'm going to say, hand on heart, is just tripe. But really? we talk about we As talk about internet them. people? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think they're that bad. Well, that's your opinion. <laughs> Do you know what one of the worst ads was? No, I was tell thinking me. about it last night, but I couldn't think. It was like a car. Was it retro? Oh, you've got to have an example. You can't just come the in with re- like a motorbike. The, like there's those two the girls and the, the two girls oh, in the convertible. Uh, yes. They're like right off no, the no, side no. of the cliff. It's a, it's a car repair company. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, it's, um, I was Re- going to say Retrovision, but it's not Retrovision. Is it Retro? <laughs> Autobahn, isn't it? No, no, no. It's a, it's re- the, it's the green one. Um, yeah, uh, the green auto, one. Um, auto tune. And I used Altitude. to. I know this. Ultra I know this because a mate of mine used to write them. Um, oh, wow. blessing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Uh. It was a. Uh, it was the the ultra. Um. Tune. Tune. Yeah. 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 yeah that is was... a historically terrible ad, but like yeah, but it makes for me, no. Nah, I don't think it was that bad. There's worse ads than that. Yeah, it was obviously really? geared towards a male audience. You had girls what's in there. The worst ad you've, what's the worst ad you've ever seen, Posh? Oh, I think the one I just referenced before. I think an outdoor billboard Johnny and I spoke about a few years ago from Belong where it had a remote control that was split in half. And you happened to photograph it as you were walking past or yeah. something. You were, you were being driven. I, I still think it's probably the most ridiculous ad that I'd ever seen. Yeah. So much I'm so not- that it still sticks with me. Yeah, I um I remember a couple of really horrible, horrendous ads. Uh, yeah, posters. They're usually outdoor posters, and it's usually the result of someone going, "Oh yeah, no, no, I can see what you're trying to do there with the headline, but uh, can we make the logo bigger and can we add this half page of copy because you know I think it's important. Once we've got their attention, we should just you know we should we should <laughs> absolutely make the most of the attention that we've got from them." So you get this, here's a picture of a clown and a headline that says, you know, killed Putin. And then there's an ad and a logo and there's 17 lines of copy and, you know, buy one and we'll give you the next for 15 
percent off. It's like, well, and it's so like it's so bad that you kind of go, that is like it's memorable, but it's yeah. shit for all the wrong reasons. Oh, JB yeah. Hi-Fi, we've done it again, smashing the window for all those years. That was terribly brilliant. I oh, yeah, that. I mean, but do you think of all the, like, the, the ads that when they came on, when they first came on, hello, Frank Walker from Bargain yeah. Tiles. Like National Tiles. Every, terribly every, but brilliant. It used to be Bargain Tiles, and everyone oh, remembered it. I apologize. And people hate people, because it, it sounded like we, we're going to make the tiles so cheap that we've got to get the bloke who owns the business to Do come out are. and... And sell the tiles, and and people, you know, people in pubs all across the the great western suburbs of Melbourne, but he loved it. Hello, like it, it just it becomes part of the culture. But mm. I think grand I, sale, like grand take, sale, grand take. sale. Francis Cotzo, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. But Not Melbourne and a footer scrape, all legitimate centric. They were, they were, they were ads. That had an authenticity to their shit. Like there was a kind of a greatness to the to the the sim the simple kind of um they they didn't they didn't pretend to be anything they weren't. Yeah. Um I I I know you can't ban bad ads, <laughs> but if you could, you could name just a whole lot that you'd just like to line up against the wall and just, you know. Like this, ads that you know people are just wasting their money on, and someone should have stopped the person who decided to run the ad. Hmm. Like whoever is the the person who said, "No, nope, we're going to do it my way, and we're going to do it now." Like <laughs> someone, there should be a a card that people could hold up, you know, like a pink card or whatever, and just go, "No, sorry," you, but he consigned to the marketing bin of history. Just donate all of that money to the Red Cross. And buddy, you know, you get more good PR than you will because no one's going to remember that shit that you're about to give us. So yeah. I think they should. So what's ban the, bad. Yeah, they should. So and they should donate. They should. To they should donate so to charity. Don't bring the, charity into it. Yeah, why not? Because then you get people going, "Oh, no, that's, shit. that's a shit ad. That's a shit ad." You get. You see? See? Everyone loves a high horse. Everyone they do, loves don't they? A high horse. They do. There's been some robust conversation there about banning bad ads or enjoying the bad ads. Uh, and uh, to be quite frank, I think that where would we be without the bad ads? No, well, I mean, it, logically, you can't. Like, it's one of those ads. It was just never. You can't have the good without be, the bad. Well, you, yeah, you can't actually have good ads if you don't have bad ads. So, exactly. Yeah, you have to ban all ads. And, you know, then where would. I think there's be? people that would like to ban all ads. <laughs> I definitely think there was and are people who would be much happier if there were no ads. But, if, but think about this. If you had to ban ads, you had to ban advertising because an ad is a product of advertising. So you weren't allowed to advertise anything at all or say hmm. any any product is better or worse than any other. Hmm. Would we be living in the, leaf, the leafy southeastern suburbs in quite nice houses? With uh, with uh, 1.2 dogs and uh, three children. Do I think this is like a question for another edition of the Bones of Advertising, isn't it? I think you've just I posed just, another question that bears a little bit more concern. Just sneak in a little bit of communist sympathy there and just see. How we <laughs> um, look, I think it's just been around for too long, and something popped into my feed, JD, that we love, like the Volkswagen ads or the old Porsche ads. <laughs> 
You know, those, I think that's just art. That's where someone was bloody brilliant with a pen. They could write something fabulous and they could tickle you and make you go, fuck, I wish I had enough money to drive one of those. Or, you know what, I'd really love one of those. I, I just think it got you. It was so clever. And then I come back to like, we looked at Aldi last week. You know, just brilliant. So clever. Yeah. Love it. So, you know, what they've done with it. But then, you know, there's the shit ones as well, which I don't know. Part of me just loves the shit ones too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, 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 just, yeah, you can't, you can't. Who doesn't like a train crash, you know? Yeah. Well, like, look, you know what? You said you asked the question, would we still be living where we do? I think we'd be doing something else, but still living where we do and somewhat, probably maybe, you know, it was a little, we might have had an uplift. We might be in a better home with two dogs and seven kids instead, you know, if we didn't go down this advertising route. Because we'd be, we'd be, we're smart enough, we'd be merchant bankers or. <laughs> no, I don't know, we'd be bloody. I don't know, internet entrepreneurs or we'd be famous artists, I don't know, engineers oh, or yes, something. Oh, yeah, I'd be an author. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, I'd, yeah. Anyway, anyway, I just, uh, that's just, just dribbled, just, just dribbled out. Like that just, yes, that's what we do on this show, my friend. We just drivel everywhere and old sweaty up the top there. She's had enough. She hasn't chimed in for about an hour. So let's call it another edition of the Bones of Advertising. We'll be back next We'll be back next week. Not we'll be back, Nick. We'll be Bye. back next week. Another edition. Toodaloo. What a shit show. See ya. <laughs>